My name is Charlie James, and this is the If Anyone Cares podcast for the 50th time. Just a, a big accomplishment, probably the biggest accomplishment for the show, and just the mere fact that we've made it this far despite everything that we have battled through in the last 16 months. It's just been incredible, and I'm so incredibly proud of myself, and I'm proud of everyone that is a, a part of the show, even in the smallest ways. I'm so thankful for the guests that made time for us, and and most of all, and I say this every show, I start every show with this, but I, this is not just a, a part of the script. This is not just a added piece to my intro. This is something I mean, and I mean it more today as I sit here on January 10th, 2021, on the eve of my show's biggest episode. I mean it more tonight than I I ever have. I am so incredibly thankful for the people that listen to the show. Just a smallest little second that someone listens means absolutely everything to me. And the fact that I've done 50 of these now. I've done every single aspect of the show you could want except for the intro, and I've recorded it last for the mere reason that I just want to say I'm thankful. I wanted every single perspective through this whole process of making 50, which has been about two months, to have been done. So I can really kind of soak in this moment of episode 50 and what it means to me personally, because at the end of the day, this is my show, and this is something that I created when I was 16 years old, and I'm so incredibly proud of what it is now. The interviews today will go... In this order, it's going to be Vienna Dollar, Cam Awesome, Mackenzie Thurkill, and Anna Bellinghausen. We talk about where you can find them on the internet at the end of each and every portion, each and every segment. But you can find me on the internet at Riley James IAC, at if anyone cares, underscore on Twitter. That at Riley James IAC is on both Twitter and Instagram. You can find the show on every single major platform, but the big ones, of course, Spotify, Google Play, and, of course, iTunes. If you get the show through iTunes, please rate, review, and subscribe. Five stars and nice comments. I know I've noticed it's going up a little bit. I'm very, very happy about that. A couple one-star reviews, not great. Let's get that back up to five. Let that let that be my the thing that I asked you to do for episode 50. Let's get back to five stars. That would be awesome. But I will not hold you up any longer. Please enjoy the first segment of episode 50 with one of your favorites. The musician from Nashville, Tennessee, Vienna Dollar. On the line in Nashville, Tennessee, friend of the show, a model, a recording artist, and and frankly, someone who's become... Like it's even past the point of being friends on like a professional level where I call her up, we do a show, we laugh, and then we don't talk for a while. Vienna has become one of my great friends now through this whole process, through the whole show. And she made time for me today. And on the line, Vienna Dollar. Hi, everybody. It's good to be back, Riley. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, you... This one is taking place a little bit closer in time to the last one, as the previous did to the one before that. 
for sure for sure finally yeah that, getting them a little closer together right it, it's not quite the six weeks we had going on in the first rendition of the show but <laughs> right, we, right. Did a, we, we did a show every six weeks together that was great we did we were like for a while we were like more on top of it yeah. but you know what we're back in business. <laughs> we are back in business. Uh, Vienna Dollar was on episode 15 and 37 of this very uh, version of the podcast. Now you're on 50. Uh, you've been wow. such a big part of the show for both versions of it, but mainly um, mainly this one. You provided a great show for 15. We talked about the pandemic during, during 37 and the fact that you came on for 50 and made time. I think it's a really a representation of our friendship and how it's grown through the show. Oh yeah, thanks. I love I love being on here. It's 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 really fun to do these with you, Riley. And I just I don't know. I really it's crazy how much our friendship has grown. And just like I remember meeting you, and we just like clicked so well, like so quickly. And every time I'm on here, it's just such a good time, and I love doing them. You like you and I created this game, the topic <laughs> game, which is one of my favorite bits we ever did on the show. Right? We did. <laughs> I would just read a headline and you would tell me what the story's about. <laughs> <laughs> about how Harry Styles got allergic to kiwi or something. No, that is would throw him at him during the show when he would play kiwi. Um, <laughs> that's one of my favorite memories. Uh, does oh, any, it's so funny. Does anything stick out in your mind uh, from your from your time on the show? Oh my gosh. I just, I think honestly, it's just like how easily we were able to just like make an entire show like we just we just were having a conversation I think that's what I love about it is like it's something that's natural and easy and we were able to talk about like key issues that were important but also like laugh and have fun and I don't know I just have loved being part of the progress so much or for, part of the process sorry there you go I mean, you were also part of the progress. We we have literally, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my Nashville numbers go up through the roof when you're on the show. Uh, well, hey, Ten guys. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, Tennessee, one of my hey, favorite states. Nashvillians. <laughs> I can't wait to be in Nashville again. Nashville, great city. If you haven't never been to Nashville, go to Nashville. Uh, but the fact that you just came on the show the first time, and like you said, we really didn't know each other, but we just clicked and made an hour. Like, we talked for like four hours that that first time. Oh, yeah. It was nuts. Like, I remember, I don't even remember what the first thing you said to me was. It was like, you DM'd me, and you're like, hey. <laughs> well, it was, you wanna... <laughs> well, like, your your aunt, who is part of the um, the popular duo Johnny Swim, you know, your aunt and uncle, your aunt had posted something on her, her, on her Instagram story promoting the showcase that you had. And oh. I, I wanted to pr- promote that for you, partially because I wanted to get in the door to interview them. like i was like i checked out your instagram account it was all really nice and you know you were very very talented from what i heard and then i checked out your song on spotify which i had on my instagram story um earlier today but like like it just kind of clicked into place where you and i were going to be great friends no matter what happens in the process and now we here we are this is i i said to you six times you've been on this show it might be seven today are you serious? I, I, it, it's crazy because they all like blend together because I feel like we just have so much fun that I'm like, oh my gosh, has it really been like seven times already? That's that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. It just goes to show. Because this is three on this version and I don't remember if it was three or four in the last one. Oh yeah. That's, wow. That's crazy. How long have we been doing this, Riley? <laughs> <laughs> 
for 50 whole years. <laughs> it feels like it. No, I started this podcast when I was, it was 2017. So it was, I was 16. Oh, no way. So you're 22, right? 23? Three. 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 Close. <laughs> See, that's another thing. Look, when Vienna comes on the show, she just has these random outbursts of song. And um, the first, you know, the first show you ever did for me, the first show you ever did for me is you sang that song you you wrote um, in class, like in, in grade school. And you, uh, it, was, oh. it was like a choir class. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Oh my God. I literally sang, I sang a song I wrote. I was like in middle school. <laughs> like I don't, honestly, I don't even know how I remembered that, but like it just was in my brain. I was like, well, I guess I'm singing this for you now because it's stuck in my head. That was wow. One of my favorite moments. And that's like, I absolutely fell in love with the idea that you were coming on the show frequently. And that's like, at that moment, like I'm having her back. Aww. Because not- See, and from that moment, a friendship was born. <laughs> Yeah, the moment you, you you sang on the show, you just opened really just since you opened your mouth. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I just you know I just sing things that just happens randomly. I'll, I'll catch myself doing it sometimes when I least expect it, and I'll be surprised it comes out of my own mouth. I'm like, oh, sorry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I'm thinking this now. No, but you are uh, you're very good at the music. Thank you. Very I appreciate good. it. You've um you've shown that time and time again you one of my favorite things that you also did is you would come update us on on your career that was part of the six week thing that you and i did was Mm -hmm. um i would like we would just update because we had like aligned at the same time in our career we're like we were like doing really good things but we were still very young so people didn't take us seriously like that was like a, a parallel that you and i had going at the same time so every six weeks we would call each other and record it and put it on this show to update what was going on. Yep. <laughs> yep, exactly. That's a really yeah, good like, happen. That's a really good point. Like, we really did. We kind of paralleled, like, our lives kind of paralleled in that way. You know, I think that's something that we were able to, like, relate to each other on. And it's just it's just great that we could literally just record our phone calls and be like, there you go, guys. <laughs> and it makes it so much easier on me. Because, like, yeah. I have zero things in front of me right now, and I'm just talking to Vienna Dollar. Aw, thanks. But, hey, you know what? But that's such a, like, I feel like we're all kind of in that boat in some way, you know? Just because of everything. Like, we're all just in a boat of, like, oh, we don't really know what's happening. And, you know, maybe some things that we had going for us has kind of been halted just because of the way the world is currently, so... You know, I, it's just, it's refreshing to getting to talk to you today and just, you know, just laugh because, and just reminisce on like all the good times we've had because I think it's something that we all need. Another thing from like the history of, of it's really the encyclopedia of, of Vienna Dollar on IAC, <laughs> if you really think about it, <laughs> was the, it was 15 of this version, episode 15. I think I have that right. Let me, I'll, let me double check what I filibuster. Uh, I'm you, surprised you remember the numbers. I, I that's that's like a talent. Well, it's also my show. That's true. <laughs> I guess it would be. Maybe it would be bad. If you didn't the <laughs> it's also something that I do pretty consistently. Yeah, you know, every now and then. I'm, <laughs> yeah, episode 15. I double checked it. Episode 15. You came on and we talked about these hats that these falcon breeders would wear. And oh my God. the falcon would, you know, simulate the the sexual act 
of impregnating a female falcon and then they would just have the semen in the hat and use it to breed other falcons like we went on a 30 minute tangent about that one that was one of my favorite moments from our time because that was it was i think wasn't that during one of our games like the games where we were like you read me a headline and then like we were saying before how i guessed what what the headline meant yeah and you got that that you got one that one exactly right (laughs) i did i was like oh okay bird sex hats sounds pretty uh like it is I think you were like a little spotty in the details, but you got the premise right. <laughs> yeah, I got the gist of it, I think. <laughs> the hat got the gist of it, too. Uh, <laughs> that was good. That was good. Thank you. Uh, I'll be here every Tuesday okay. from here on out. Um, no, but <laughs> this is one of those things we just, we just go and laugh and, you know, can you even tell 10 minutes is going by? Nope. Exactly. <laughs> but apparently it has. We are at 9.46 during the thing. I'm getting another call. I'm going to climb that one. But <laughs> that's another thing. You've been here through all the janky setups that we've had where you have to call in. Like you had to call. I couldn't call you. You had to call in. And oh, yeah. <laughs> like it's still kind of janky, but it works now. Like you've been here through the progression of the quality of the show. So wow. from the first time, so the first time you were on the show was absolutely just terrible as far as the quality, oh, but, no. but the, the quality of the show came from you and me, but the audio quality was terrible. Oh no. And now it's we're okay. here. You upped your game. Exactly. I was 16 years old. I couldn't afford any of the equipment. Yeah. You, yeah. you made do with what you had. That's what was important. You know, exactly. oh, quality over quality of mic, I guess. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna write that down as a I'm gonna put that in the Twitter bio for the for the show. Do it. Quality over quality. I dare you. <laughs> That's our pen tweet. Oh my god! Yes. That's great. Oh my god. Um, what's what's one thing? Did I ever made you like uncomfortable throughout the whole process with a question where you just kind of like made it through? Hmm. That's hard. I mean, like, I feel like if you did, I probably just powered through. It just, it just got, (laughs) I'm sure it happened at some point, but I feel like I'm such an open person that like, it really, there's not really much you can ask me that's going to like bother me. Like, I'm just kind of like, yeah, like, I'll just, I'll just give you my honest opinion on it. You know, like, I feel like you were able to like respect any, you know, boundaries I had. So I didn't ever feel like it was like super uncomfortable. I was like, oh no. Riley's <laughs> Riley's trying to ask me the, the bad questions over here. Like, I feel like you did a good job at, you know, asking the right ones, making me feel comfortable. I, I asked that only, I'm not going to ask that to anyone else because you're the first one to get this, this interview process. Yeah. We'll peek, uh-huh. peek behind the curtain of episode 50 and the production that this is going to have to be because you're the first thing I've done for the whole show. I've not even recorded the intro yet. You're, you're it. Wow. Okay, I feel so honored. <laughs> I mean, I wrote names down on a st- on a blue sticky note, and that was it. Aww. But wow, <laughs> you were first. <laughs> no, I asked that, and I asked that only to you, because like the like you said, you're so open, and I have never felt like I have like there was a dead point in the show. I've had some great shows with some great people who will be on this very podcast where I've had a dead point in the show with them. We're like, 
okay, maybe that shouldn't have been asked, or maybe that doesn't fly. You, I have never had a single dead point in any show in the history of our time together. Yes. <laughs> well, that's, that's like that's, that's like my goal. I think with people too is like I don't ever want. I think you know I don't ever want people to feel uncomfortable when they're talking to me. So like I just I just am a very open person in general. Like I always want people people to feel comfortable and safe around me, and I just think that's how conversation flows better you know like that's how I prefer it anyway like I love getting into like the deep stuff and 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 asking those hard questions because it's it's something that's challenging for me too so like there's really not much you could probably ask me that would make me like super uncomfortable well we have a couple more minutes here so let's try to get you uncomfortable because I haven't haven't (laughs) you're like that's the goal (laughs) (laughs) the new game get me uncomfortable great uh, no, I know you've been physically uncomfortable doing a show because there's one point where you were like hanging halfway off your bed because the cell service was so bad during a show one time. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. I probably done it multiple times, honestly, at this point. Yeah, but the last, I think like one of the last times you were on, like you cut out in the middle of the show. So I didn't cut anything because I don't edit our shows. We, um, I just called you back. He's like, yeah, my, my, my cell service is really bad. I mean, it is. It's pretty. It's pretty rough. A little spotty sometimes. In your own house, that's great. Yeah, no, really, in my own house. Like it's it's better when I leave my house. Like that's why. Why do I have to leave the comfort of my home? It's you know, Sprint man. It's the worst. What I have to leave the comfort of my home to have the comfort of my phone? <laughs> Can you put that in a song, please? Yes. Okay, good. Catch that be my new single on TikTok. <laughs> Called Comfort. Comfort. Oh, oh that's God. a banger coming out for Thanksgiving. That's a banger. Banger. Just ba- watch. Charlie D'Amelio is just going to do a big old dance to it. You just wait. You just wait and see. That's a Thanksgiving song talking about comfort, you know, food, the uncomfort, discomfort of being around family members. Yes. The comfort of your it. phone, but like the discomfort in your home. Oh, it's so good. Let's. <laughs> That's a banger. Vienna, I should get writing credit on that. I want all the royalties. Fine, fine. You can get half of the royalties. <laughs> I like this a lot. Um, okay. <laughs> no, but on a serious note, here at, at If Anyone Cares, all of us, so me and a, and a few others, um, we are so immensely proud of, of what you've been able to do over the last couple of years since you've you know been a part of our family. And the things, uh, the direction that your life is heading as far as what you do on a professional level, what you do on a personal level, all the the things you've been through and the things you've come out on top of. Uh, we are so stoked for the future of Vienna Dollar and we are, we hope we are a part of it in some type of way. And I, I say that from, from the bottom of my heart, from the bottom of the show's heart, that we, we love having you on and we are so thankful for your for your time with us. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Riley. And thanks, all of the team. You guys really like every time I'm on here, I just feel like really lifted up by you guys. And so I really appreciate all your support and just just letting me have um, be able to come on here. It's been like a blessing really, too. So more shows in the future, I hope. <laughs> I, I cannot wait. Vienna, I, I will ask you one final question before. I, yes. Before we wrap this up. All right. Um, Can you kind of put. And and this is going to go for, for everyone who has done it. Because I'm going to put you first probably since I, I'm really kind of crafting this whole 
show model in my head while I do it with you. Because, oh. um, <laughs> I don't. of course, I don't have anything written down. We've, we've established yeah. that already. Um, can you put, if anyone cares, into a sentence? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Putting me on the spot. Okay, let's see. If anyone cares into a sentence. Yeah. Like the, the, the show and, and what it's meant to you and, and me. Like, can oh you my pack God. it all? It can be a run on sentence. Like what it's like, like what it represents. Yeah. Or like I, the actual word. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm like, saying- no, no, not like <laughs> all 50 episodes, <laughs> like what they've all been about. No, what it means to you, what it, what, you know, I mean to you, like all of those things. Like what, what is, if anyone cares to you? It's probably, oh, a, be- that's probably a better question. It, that Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> if anyone, man, if anyone cares for me is like, it's a platform to, I think for me, even like to just feel like I have a comfortable space to speak my mind and be heard and talk about things that I think matter to both of us. And honestly, it's a huge boost of serotonin as well for me too. Like, I think it's just, it's a very joyful, happy environment and I enjoy it every single time I'm on here. Oh, that's so nice. I don't, I, I, I don't know how to, I don't know how to wrap these up. Um, Vienna, look, <laughs> I, I don't ever ask you to do this because I, I know it's very uncomfortable when people ask me to entertain them, but can you, can you sing us out as we transition All right. forward? What, what, what's the, what's the out verse? What are we, what are we singing? Uh, you know what? I want you to feel whatever. <clears throat> I want you to feel most comfortable. Cause that's, that's kind of been the whole gimmick of today is like making fun of my, your comfort level on my show. So whatever, whatever you're rocking with right now, whatever you feel, um, let's, let's keep it lighthearted, but let's go for it. Oh man. Okay. So you're okay. 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 Um, you're the music expert. Like, I don't know what you're asking me to, to pick. You, you, what if I just, what if I just make a song up on the spot? <laughs> That's fine. Okay. Um, Okay. Let me think. If it's good, we're going to clip this for our new intro music. Uh, I can make, oh my God, I can make your jingle. Why have I never been asked to make your jingle? <laughs> we'll talk about it off air. Just go ahead. All right. All right. All right. All right. Um, let me think. All right. So great. Okay. It's been real fun with you, Riley. On if anyone cares. Thanks, everyone. Good night. <laughs> oh, it's 1.30 p.m. But <laughs> you know what? It's night somewhere. So <laughs> it's night in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. We'll see you then. <laughs> All uh, right. <laughs> where can people find you on the internet, Vienna? <laughs> um, you guys can find me on my Instagram, which is official vienna it's just the name for it and that's kind of really all i use right now you know we're gonna expand that eventually but that's about it (laughs) oh vienna doler thank you so much for coming on and for vienna doler i'm riley james if anyone cares vienna is always one for entertainment Ah, she's amazing Anyways, we move forward. We transition to a man who always has a marathon podcast and so much to say. One of my favorites, Cam Awesome. 
on the line from Kansas City, either Kansas or Missouri, we'll, we'll talk about it, is a man who's been on the show more than anyone, who has more guest time than anyone. We have marathon podcasts with this man on the show. Uh, a friend of mine that I ended up seeing for the first time on television, and now he is a friend of the show. Cam Awesome. Cam, thank you so much for making time for this. Episode 50, it's a big celebration right now. Thanks. I was uh, actually trying to remember how we met. Uh, I I think I found you on Twitter. You were on Highly Questionable on ESPN. And it popped up your your Twitter handle on the screen. So I followed you because I thought you were funny. And I was, I was also like 16. And your DM was open. So I waited a little bit. And then I, I DM'd you to see if you wanted Whoa. to come on the show. Just it just sounds like a sixteen year old side of my DMs, but continue. <laughs> For professional reasons only, I, I can go screenshot it. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I, I think it's just as simple as that because that's how a lot of my things have happened in my life. It's just like, hey, their DMs are open. Let's you know, let's shoot this shot, and then you responded, and and here we are. You know, shoot five, your shot, man. Four years later. Oh, yeah, wild. I just thought it was really cool. Uh, I just I, I thought it was really cool that you're young and you already knew exactly what you wanted to do and you were already pursuing it. Is so. is that your first impression of me? Because I, I mean, look, I was not as well established as I am now as far as knowing what I want to do and having this show up and running with a with a legitimate kind of front to it you just kind of said yes to this random kid so what was your first impression of me oh you were just somebody young doing something and <clears throat> doing something and it didn't look like it looked like it was going to be a very uphill battle for you like building your following and doing everything and you were just like starting off in your bedroom <laughs> and i just i thought I just I love when people know what they're gonna do and they actually go after it. And I don't really care. Like I'll do the podcast. I don't like. There's a lot of people who are like worried about how many people are listening. I don't care how successful your podcast is. I don't care like if you get ads or sponsorships or whatever. I just care that you're doing something and that it's something that you actually want to do. So for yeah. for me that was super helpful because you had you know uh, obviously a, a large following at the time you still do to to a certain yeah. extent but like you had such a large following so it helped get the show out it was free advertisement I got to meet you and like we had like a great show that first time where it was just this great kind of coming of age moment for the show where okay this is now a legitimate show where we get people like this. And I mean, you were a big part of that. Yeah, I'm just glad I didn't even know I was helping. I just thought we were doing was cool. Well, yeah. I mean, no one ever knows that they're helping. That's kind of the thing. Like, you don't do this. Like, okay, I'm going to turn this kid's life around, and you know, this show, I'm going to push it forward. Like, <laughs> you, you, you never let's, know. Let's not say I did that much because <laughs> you didn't really technically make it yet. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> but it was just another step up for me. And that was always yeah. like a great thing and, and a great moment for me. And then you came back on. Like you came back on again, like seven weeks later. 
And then, you know, we we lost those rights to that show, and we lost all those shows. And then we started this new one forward. And you've been on. This is your fourth time on this new program. I'm uh, the the most MV, MVG, most valuable guest, or yes. <laughs> MVG, yeah, you can put that in your Twitter bio. MVG, <laughs> yeah. if anyone cares. <laughs> so, uh, how, how is it? At least you're coming into it as a realist. Yeah. Uh, how does people make it 50? Ah, dude, it's it's absolutely insane to, to think I, I've actually, been doing this. I long. love that on top of that you're actually doing something, you're consistent. Yeah, I mean, I wish it was more consistent, but finding guests... Like every two weeks is not a guarantee. Oh, I know. And like, it's so hard to get people to commit to things. Like, you're great about it because you also have to get people to commit to things. So, like, oh yes, you understand. Yes. So the I value an appointment. Right. So you and I had, uh, you know, hey, is Tuesday gonna work? No. Okay. Cool. Is Wednesday? Is Wednesday? Neither of us found a time. Thursday. Cool. Eleven o'clock. Bang. We did it. Here we are talking. Yeah. You know, people aren't yeah. like that. So I wish it was more consistent, but I, I I appreciate the the compliment for my consistency. It's been you know, we started the rebrand in two thousand and eighteen and you know, first episode is in April of twenty eighteen and here we are in January of two thousand twenty one with episode fifty. Awesome. It's actually December twenty twenty, but for the sake of you guys in the future it's 2021 we made it yeah. by the way we made it <laughs> actually and i don't i think this it's kind of probably insensitive to say insensitive to say uh 2020 has been the greatest year of my life like every, i know a lot of bad things happen to people but personally like i i feel bad because i do want it to be over like i i had a good year but i also want everyone else also to have a good year it's it's a tough time to have a good time yeah and also the good time is not really it's yeah it could be better yeah nevertheless i i want to talk about kind of what you mentioned of your first impression on me how, how do you see our friendship as as grown through the show and like being on the show together talking off camp or off air uh, like, how have you seen that relationship develop from your your perspective? Uh, first of all, I think it's awesome that I don't know what the difference is between on air and uh, talking to you one on one. I don't know what you published. I don't know what <laughs> made it to the air. But I, I like that I can always be my authentic self, so I don't have to go in between like recording cam and like actual cam. So I, I like that you accept who I am and. And uh, you don't really kind of censor me, which is cool. I mean, I do have to bleep you every once in a while, but that's that's fine. <laughs> yeah. makes my job you do? A, yeah, it just makes my job a little bit harder, but that's that's fine. Do you go in and you beep them? Yeah, I beep them. That takes work, right? That takes a little bit of work sometimes to go. I have to write the number down and like where it's at on the timesheet. And then go and do that before I go edit the show so the numbers are the same. So it's just a big, it's a big ordeal. Hey, hey Ron. Don't don't do it. <laughs> this is twenty minutes, man. Can you just go twenty minutes? <laughs> All right. 
<laughs> See, that's, that's, from my perspective, that's like the little bit of our friendship. Like, I know you're about to go down that route. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's been great because you've been on the show like six times now. I wish you had a, a more solid number, but I don't remember how many the first time was. But the second version of the show, you, you've been on quite a bit. So I, we've gotten this connection down. And like I mentioned, we have these marathon podcasts where it's an hour and 45 minutes. And you're just going to go. Where does it go from here? The show? Yeah. We just keep going. And, you know, whatever happens. What are your goals? <laughs> we need goals. We talked about this off air <laughs> a few minutes ago. Um, my goals for the show. Um, the, is that what you're asking? Are you asking me for my, my goals or the goals for the show? I think both. I want to continue the show into whatever I do professionally. You know, as far as like I graduate in June in Orlando, and whatever happens after that, whether I get picked up by a, a company to do whatever, I want to continue the show into that. Whether they own the rights to the show, whether I keep the rights to the show, it's just something I I want to keep doing. Me professionally, you know what? I, I I've said it. I I think I said it on forty nine maybe. Um, the the show with me being interviewed, but I want to call a Super Bowl and a World Cup in the same year. I think, I think that'd be awesome. I think that's awesome. That's a that's a great goal. I don't know enough about your industry and what exactly that takes, and I'm not going to pretend to do that I do. But good luck. Thanks, man. No one's ever yeah. done it. If that's like a, a <laughs> an idea of how hard it is, no one's ever done it before. Good. And that's, I mean, that's what I want to do. Why do you want to do something that everyone else has done? Yeah. I mean, so, it's, it's good. Like, in, I don't even know what that takes. It's, it's a lot. It's, it's a lot of work from I, what I I'm told. What, what gets someone qualified to be on television to speak? Who makes that decision? Ah, uh, you just, do they have to build their own fan base? Is that the route to go now? Because I think that's a more realistic route, the way the world is going. Yeah, I mean, the traditional route is go to school for it and you know learn the, the intricacies of being on television as far as like all the stuff with the earpiece and learning how to like talk, continue talking with someone talking in your ear. Like that was that's still my biggest probably hiccup is having to like keep talking even though a producer talking to me and also retain their information while I'm saying information at a camera. I never, I, that sounds terrible. It's not great. And <laughs> <laughs> I am very bad at it so far, but like learning how to do that. And like, and you said it before we started recording, I'm getting all my bad stuff out of the way now. So like yeah. when I'm, you know, doing this for, you know, dubious amounts of money that I shouldn't get paid for. Um, you know, I, I can keep making dubious amounts of money that I shouldn't get paid. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're learning your craft. So awesome how young you are, man. <laughs> well, I mean, how old are you? You're 30, 31. Dude. You're 29. And I, I can't wait to be 40. Huh? How old are you? You cut out. Uh, I'm, I'm 32. You're 32. Um, you can't wait to be 40. Yeah, I, I dread getting older because 
the older they get, the more they regret not doing anything and the less time they have. Like, I'm looking forward. The older I get, the better I'm getting in life and the better life is getting. So by 40, life's going to be so much better than it is now. And I feel like that's that's how you approach getting old. You accept it. <laughs> you can't do anything about it. <laughs> oh, if you if you could only tell that to all the people getting facelifts and tummy tucks. Yeah, but like I understand looking older, but just physically getting older, I'm an hour older than I was when I first started talking to you. Like it's I'm so much wiser. Yeah, I I've talked to you for an hour, of course I have. But <laughs> but like literally every second you're alive, you're you're getting older and that's just kind of how it goes yeah do you know why you're never allowed to ask a woman her age because no one wants to admit how old they are right yeah (sighs) embrace it i'm gonna steer this back to what we're actually doing (laughs) (laughs) oh i don't know at what point you can edit but (laughs) oh no i i got it i got it I'm a professional at editing now, as much as I hate it. Um, so, what's some of your favorite moments from the show? Like, I don't know if you remember a lot of like specific moments, but like, what are some of your favorite moments or conversations from from your time with us? Oh man, I wouldn't I wouldn't know which one to choose. I think I've given you some great dating advice over <laughs> over the years. <laughs> Uh, the Tinder moment for me sticks out of like you just having Tinder to just go and see other people's cities. Yeah, that's it was a great it was a great way to live. Like I yeah, just any city I go in, I just my profile says uh, it said uh, travel. I travel for work, not interested in hookups. Ladies, show me your cities, not your titties. We couldn't have episode 50 without that quote. That's <laughs> such an integral part of, of the show. Like, if that didn't happen, the show would not exist today. So thank you for bringing that moment back. Uh, another thing, one, one of my favorite moments is you uh, telling the story about trying uh, a cigarette for the first time. Or was it uh, weed for the first time? And, like, your was, brother just made you smoke it. Yeah, it was both He smoked a cigarette and it was gross. And he's like, yeah, cigarettes are gross, but weed's cool. And then he let me smoke weed. Uh, and I basically had a panic attack and I was grossed out by cigarettes and weed. And I just put it into one bad box. Yeah. That's what uh, it was. Yeah. I remember, but, that, that sticks out to me. But there, there's a, there's a part two to that conversation. Weed isn't that bad anymore. No, the stigma's going away. I, no, no, no. Like, pers- I didn't care. Oh, what like thought. you? I just, I, I personally hated weed because of that that time. I never smoked weed. Like, I, when I got suspended for the drug test, people were like, "Were you smoking weed?" I was like, first of all, they don't test you for weed, and secondly, I don't smoke. So, uh, I was always very anti weed, but now I'm not. Very pro weed. Okay. 
Got to contact your Kansas legislator or Missouri legislator. We'll figure it out. Uh, <laughs> or I can just text a friend. <laughs> that That is also a, a, a valid way to do it as well. Joking, of course. Yes. That's not a valid way of doing it. It's actually illegal. What kind of show are you running? <laughs> I don't know the laws in Kansas and or Missouri. Um Nevertheless, <laughs> one of one of my other favorite moments is you telling the story of the security guard at Walmart saying you had been parked out in Walmart all night. Oh, I talked to you right when that happened. Yeah. I you, forgot I even told that. I think you called me like <laughs> You're who I confided in about that situation. <laughs> and we recorded it and put it I on the internet. I didn't realize that was on here. Yeah, we put it on the internet. It was great. Um, but like <laughs> I asked you, was she white? <laughs> and he was like, no, this is a black woman. Because <laughs> I thought this yeah. was like a, a thing. I thought we were like having a moment on the show. We're like, oh. this is a <laughs> moment that we're going to remember. Yeah. And he's like, no, it's an old black woman. <laughs> I'm like, well, maybe, maybe next time. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a Karen. It was a Bertha. <laughs> Oh man, no, but that was that was one of my favorite moments. Uh, so if you had to, um, you you've been on enough, you know the kind of the culture of the show and what I like to do. If you had to put, like, if anyone cares into like this sentence, like, what do you think the show would be? Like, just kind of wrap it all up in a sentence. It lives by its title. <laughs> I mean, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you do follow the the theme of the podcast. Just, you know what? Here's a great way to sum it up. To end this, in light of the editing, <laughs> this podcast does whatever the f- it wants. Oh no, that's an edit. That is brilliant, Cam. <laughs> I am so excited <laughs> that we did this. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Thank you so much. I would for, like to. For that I would work. like to be on for the hundredth episode. By the way, just reserving my spot now. You want to reserve your spot now? Yeah. I'll see you in two years. Right. <laughs> Do about twenty-five. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Cam Awesome, where can people find you on the internet now that you're coming back? Uh, at Cam F Awesome uh, on everything because I'm not famous and no one wants to take my name. So, also, uh, your name is Cam. ridiculous. Thank you. Like, it's not like no one else has this name, so that's probably why. Yeah, no one else deserves it. We're <laughs> honest. <laughs> uh, that's Cam. That's my guy. Yeah, right, man. Super proud of you. Uh, I think it's awesome what you're doing with the show. Anything, anytime you need me, hit me up. Uh, super proud of you. I'll call your agent because you gave me his number and it just happened to be your number. Um, yeah, oh, man. At Cam, at Cam F. Awesome on the internet. Cam, thank you so much for your time. For Cam Awesome, I'm like, I'm right. Nope, can't end it like that. For Cam Awesome, I'm Riley James, if anyone cares.
Cam Awesome never, ever disappoints. I will say, though, the marathon podcast thing is true. We went for about 40 minutes, and I had to edit it down to 22 because he just kind of went and started asking me questions not having to do with the show that we were doing. But I appreciate Cam nonetheless. An amazing human being. And someone who also is an amazing human being is Mackenzie Thurkill, who bore her soul on episode 36 of this very podcast, the most listened to show in the history of If Anyone Cares, which I played pretty hard on the intro. Uh, also a guest of episode 12, a woman who is just absolutely incredible, and I'm so happy she made time for 50. So here's Mackenzie Thurkill. On the line today, somewhere right outside of Orlando, Florida, is a woman. Look, she is the most listened to show in the history. So chances are, if you're listening to 50, a a big monumental show, that you might have listened to her on episode 36 um, during our PredVed 19 series. She was also on another episode I will find in just a moment because I don't have the numbers right in front of me. But someone who has become one of my really, really good friends through this whole process same thing with Vienna. We've ha- had our friendship grown over the show, and I'm just super excited to welcome back for episode 50, the most listened to guest in the history of this podcast, Mackenzie Thurkill. Mackenzie. And the crowd goes wild. <laughs> I'm so excited to be joining you again. Ah, this is, this is a big show. It is a big show. It's a lot to be proud of. I say that. But your show was also a very large show. Like I said, it's the most listened to. It like tripled the second place one. Just tripled. I know it. it's wild. In in like a week. So I will um I will start this off by asking you. You know we we did that big serious intense show. How was the reaction after, um after the show came out, among people that knew you or, or just people on Twitter. Uh, it was actually pretty surprising. I, of course, like, so during that episode, we talked a lot about like my depression and like my past and the things I've gone through, which I've seldomly have talked about like here and there, but that was the first time I really kind of like told my whole entire story in depth. And a lot of people reached out, like whether it was people who have already known me who are like, wow, I didn't really know it was like that much or people who I've never even spoke to before who just reached out and they were like, Oh my gosh, thank you. Like I've been wanting to go to therapy. Like, do you have any recommendations? Like, and it's people from like all walks of life that I heard from. And I think that was really cool. Cause that was the whole premise of the show. I think the whole stigma around mental health is not a great one, which is what we're trying to fix. And obviously it's getting better over the years, but I was so happy that people actually felt comfortable enough to like reach out about it and like, feel that they were in a safe space to talk to me about it, knowing that like, I've been there, I'm not going to like air people's dirty laundry and like their own issues. So it was just really, I was just happy to help. And that was really the whole point. So for me, the, the big outpouring of um, responses on my side was it, it was, it was balanced in the way where I got some positive, some negative, how I handled the show. Mm-hmm. And it was such a difficult thing to, to navigate for me because it's such a serious issue it's not this is not what the show has been traditionally about but you had the beautiful quote 
one time when you and I were texting back and forth is that if anyone cares is whatever it needs to be that week. And that's such like it, I've kind of taken that ran with it uh, that it, it kind of adapts to whatever the show calls for. And that mm-hmm. was the that's what we needed for that moment. But I got some negative responses uh, off that. I got some positive, but I know that you probably had, you know, so much more than I did as far as people reaching out because it was it was your story. Yeah, there was definitely a lot. And I still like to this day, like seldomly, because I still have it linked on my Instagram. So people still click it and people will still reach out like randomly when, of course, I like completely forget about it. And people are like, hey, listen, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's right. I forgot I totally did that. And so I, of course, like I never really received any negative feedback. Like no one ever reached out. They were like, oh my God, how dare you tell us that <laughs> horrendous story of your past? Like we don't want to know this about you. I mean, so of course, all of everything i heard about was like positive and like i said it was really all just to help the stigma not be a stigma anymore because so many of us go through it and i think it's important to share that it's not all glitz and glamour when someone's on social media or even in front of a camera like we all have our own personal battles and demons and skeletons in our closet that we're all trying to deal with mine wasn't so much like why would you have her on your show (laughs) it's like it was a uh you handled that very poorly (laughs) Like I, I got a couple of those responses, which surprised me. Like it's like, I understand that, that it was the first time doing that, but I, I thought I did yeah. all right. I, you know, it's funny. Cause you and I have talked about this post that and there's times you've come back to me and you're like, I listened to it. Like, I don't know. And it's, it is, a, it's a tough thing to talk about. And it's a very uncomfortable and it's a very hard to comfortably talk about uncomfortable things. And I think for, that being the first time for you, that really kind of being the first time for me to publicly talk about it, not in like a setting of like me just being like with my friends who already like know me and whatnot. I thought you handled it spectacularly, personally. It was uh, a hindsight. I wish I would maybe heard the story before the show. That's on. Hey, me. I tried to offer it up. I was like, yo, you got any questions? You're like, no, we're good. I'm like, all right. <laughs> That's on me. We'll do that next time when we have someone. <laughs> You're like, are you sure there isn't anything you're gonna like not throw at me like sideways that I'm not gonna be prepared for? Uh, it was the one show in my life where, other than my goodbye show at MLS Aces, where I was super emotional as a wreck the whole time. I um, that was the only time I've ever gotten super like emotional. Like I had to navigate my own emotions while you were talking because the beautiful thing about the show is i i spoke maybe like four percent of the time which makes my job so much easier if you Mm -hmm. just kind of go i make that joke all the time but for that show it's like i need to be ready when i have my four percent to speak (laughs) and it was just jostling back and forth making sure that i was i was going to be okay to to go and i think you heard that a couple times with the shakiness of my voice and the the um, not being confident in, in, in the next thing I was going to say. Well, we can uh, we can we can move past that. So your time on if anyone cares is um, this is the the fourth time. Episode fifty is the <laughs> yeah. fourth time. I'm a regular. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first one was on the first version of the show. We did a, a podcast in a bathroom. Which was so incredibly fun. That's right. That's right. I forgot about that. I remember you telling me that. You're like, sorry if there's an echo. I'm uh, in the bathroom. We're moving right now. I was like, oh, okay. I mean, good for you. Like, it was the only place that did not like. It was the smallest room I had available to me. 
okay. You got to make it work. I respect the hustle. Uh, that was one of two shows in the bathroom, and that was tough. But we talked about roller coasters, that show. I always look back in that uh, at that show very fondly. But <laughs> <laughs> such a weird thing that happened. But you're um, on this version of the show, you were episode 12, the McKenzie Third Kill show, because the gimmick was you came and hijacked the show, which you yeah you do. It's okay. <laughs> I'm a control freak. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, um, I, I, and obviously the last one was the, the big one, episode 36 of Podved 19. So what's your biggest memory? What's your biggest takeaway from your time on, if anyone cares, uh, that I hijack your show and I'm really bad at, uh, rapid fire questions. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Both of those if there's one thing that like I am not good at, even to this day, is rapid fire questions. People will be like, "Well, which one do you like?" And I'm like, "Well, on this day, I really <laughs> like this, but on Wednesdays, it's like, no, like, you have to pick one." But we like, do I have to? Do I have to though? <laughs> there's not a world which one of these does not exist, so I can have both. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. And people are like, "No, that's not how it works." I'm like, "Actually, that's exactly how it works." <laughs> <laughs> My least favorite thing was when people flip it back on me. It's like I'm asking lightning around questions I'm that's not. what i'm saying i'm good see i'm good at asking questions that's why i i am in a position of being a reporter because i'm great at asking questions not great at answering them you literally flipped my entire show on me and asked me maybe four questions in a row about school and it took up 30 minutes it's like i was a guest on the McKenzie Third Kill show, and that's why we have it titled for episode 12. Sounds about right. That sounds about like what I do. <laughs> it was so great, though. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it so much. Um, but you've come on the program a lot. You've been a friend of the show, and that's why you're on this 50. I mean, you've been on a lot, and you have really become a great friend of mine. So, how have you noticed our friendship? <laughs> Such a, a very. It's an easy question for you and me because I've we've had this explosion of friendship in, in March. But how mm-hmm. have you perceived our friendship growing through this whole process from the first time you and I ever spoke to right now? Well, I think like I remember when you first tweeted at me to like Uh, being about like, Oh my God, I would love to have you on your show. And I was like, okay, yeah, awesome. Cool. Like, let's do it. And then finding out like how young you were at the time. And I was like, you know, I I respect that. Like I respect the hustle being that young and just being like, this is what I want to do. And I'm going to go after it. And I'm hitting the ground running like today. And I really respected that. And you were always so well-spoken and so well thought out and, I was like the way I saw it when we first started talking, I was like, yeah, of course. Like I'm just here to help. Like, uh, like I'm just here to help you because I'm that's it's no personal gain for me. Like I'm not a, also, I'm not going to be like, Oh, sorry. I'm too big time for you because I don't see myself that way either. And I think just over the years, just like really being able to like watch you grow. And of course, like we've become closer. We talk outside of doing these shows just to be like, Hey, like, how are you checking in? Like, what's going on like hope everything's well and it's kind of like you know like you are such a good friend and it's like not even that like I love to mentor you when you ask questions I also view you as like a little brother in a sense like I just want to be like no I want you to do this the right way and I don't want you to be harmed in this industry because it can be so cruel and soak in this world and that's really kind of how I've like viewed our friendship over the years (laughs) I did not know you felt that way (laughs) I did not know you like you view me as a little brother in this industry. It's great. I mean, you're 10 years more a junior, so yeah. 
Oh, we got to bleep that. We'll move on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, am I not allowed to curse on the show? No, this is a PG. Dang it! PG thirteen operation, Mackenzie. Dang it! Yeah, we'll 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 put that down. This is this is live looking. Just throw a quick sensor over. It's fine. <laughs> this is live looking to how the show is produced. It's me with a sticky note, writing down <laughs> times when my guests curse. It's one of my favorite things. I had Rob Stone on forty seven. I had to bleep him out. A, yeah, that's like that's that the one thing with podcasts. I just see it as like woo free range. I can curse because obviously you're not supposed to do that live. And then, sure enough, I still get in trouble. What, what do you mean you get in trouble? What, what are you dropping on air? Nothing. But I always like go to my boss because my boss always has to remind me like, please don't curse. I'm like, you sure? He's like, yes. I'm like, okay. <laughs> that's so good. That's so good. Oh, but no, I want to talk about that tweet though. Is um I still have it screenshotted somewhere in my phone, somewhere in the depths of my my photos app on my phone. I have that screenshot of when I first asked you to do the show, and it's such a like I look back on it now and it seems so far away and and distant in my mind, especially with everything that's happened this year. You know, this year it feels like March feels like four years ago, anyways. So to think that was years ago, because you said over that was the, what three four years ago. I was probably. That's a great question. I was probably um, because it was this. It was 16, the winter 17? right before my last season with City. So when, three years ago. When was your last season with City? I don't remember. Two and a half years ago. I don't know. It's all blurring together at this point. So um, no, it's it. it I look back on that tweet now, and I was like, probably sixteen, seventeen, probably. I'm probably seventeen. Yeah, you're a youngin. Maybe eighteen. But who's to say? No, I, I just sent a You tweet. were still in high school. I was still in high school. That is true. <laughs> so I was 17. Yeah, I graduated at, at 17. Yeah, that that did happen. You're right. Never <laughs> even elephant, my friend. <laughs> That's good. It's a very long roundabout way to get there, but we got there. Somehow, some way. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. Um. One thing I, I you, like I said, you texted me that quote about if anyone cares is whatever it needs to be that week. If you could put if anyone cares in a sen- sentence, what would it be? Ooh. Ooh. That's a great question. Let's see. That's, you come here for the hard-hitting journalism. You stay for the friendship. <laughs> right. Uh... If anyone cares in a sentence, I'm trying to, like, I feel like I want to sound like really philosophical, <laughs> but like I'm coming up blank right now. <laughs> what is a Wednesday morning? So we're, we're, we're getting through. Oh man. Okay. No, ask me another question. I like really need to think of this because I really want it to be like, I don't want it to be like some crap answer. <laughs> That was the last question I had, but we'll, Dang I'll, it! I'll manufacture something. This is supposed to be 20 minutes each person. I'm going to call back in like 20 minutes and be like, I have it! <laughs> I got my answer! <laughs> oh, that's great. No, take, take, take your moment. I'll, I'll filibuster. I'll find something in my, in my memory bank. Um, <laughs> you and I had talked about when I... Because I go to school in Orlando, but not like yeah. actually in Orlando. It was one of the joys of my lifetime when you, um, when I asked you, "Hey, I'll be here for this date, 
probably when I graduate college and you know, you live pretty close. So if you could like drop by or like we can get lunch or whatever that day, that'd be awesome. And you were so like open and receptive to it. And that really made my day. So publicly on air, I'd like to thank you for, for that. And I'm very much looking forward to not only graduating university, but one getting pineapple pizza with you. Yeah. Extra pineapple and ham. I actually don't And like, jalapenos. I, that's going a little far. Well, then get your own pizza. <laughs> I will get my own pizza. <laughs> no, but that, that is uh, great. I cannot wait for that. Me too, because I haven't had pizza in a minute. Get pizza. I know. I need to, I should go get a pizza today, actually. <laughs> Sounds like a great idea. What's number two to pineapple? Ooh, uh, so Mellow Mushroom used to do a pizza. You, it's like not on their actual menu anymore. It's like off menu if you request it. It's called a tie dye pizza, and it's like it's. This sounds super crazy. So it has like a Thai chili sauce, curry chicken, cucumbers, and like onions. It's very strange, but it's absolutely delicious. The flavor profiles all over the place. It's yeah, it is. Yeah. But it's really good. Ah. We used to have a mellow mushroom here in, here in Lake Charles, I Louisiana. I love mellow mushroom. I think they have the best pizza dough. It's... By the way, if mellow mushroom, if anyone works there and wants to sponsor me, I, I'm about I, it. I, I'll actually, do it for free. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, hold on. If anyone's mellow mushrooms listening to this show, we'll take a sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> but also, Two for the price of one. <laughs> We can't do it for free, so the money you're gonna pay her, just go ahead and pay the show. Uh, we'll we'll put you up up top. We'll give you the just first like, one. Yeah, just give you free pizza. I'm about it. Yeah, our mellow mushroom is is still being worked on after a major natural disaster, but but good pizza. <laughs> I, I do like the the buffalo chicken pizza. That is very nice. Yeah, like it's like I can this, I can get down on some buffalo chicken. Buffalo sauce and and everything. I will I will say, while I'm still giving you a moment to think about this, I, wings have become my all time favorite food. I have wings every single week. Yo, that has been my thing this year. <laughs> no have, joke, like that's all I crave all the time. I have wings once a week. Facts. Me too. Like I go to B Dubs on Thursday night and go get boneless wings. Because they do the special. Oh, I don't do boneless. If but... I hey, oh no, I, I I was afraid you're gonna say that. If I'm feeling frisky, I'll go on Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday wing night. Boneless. <laughs> no, because I do the the special on Tuesday where you get you know if you order five or whatever you get another five free. So That's they my do. Place. Yeah, so like when I go on Thursdays, I get six boneless wings and they give me six more so i get 12 for eight dollars that's actually a steal and then you know same thing for for tuesday if i go order five they give me five more for for free so you only pay whatever it is like seven bucks for 10 bone or bone in wings i wonder if people are hungry right now with us talking about pizza and wings i, I was supposed to talk about your time on iac but we ended up talking about pizza and wings because that's I know. The, that's the type of people we are mckenzie 
I know. Well, I'm here to talk and eat pizza if anyone cares. <sighs> what a joke. What a what a what an incredible joke by you. I know. <laughs> Most I got really mad for a long time when people made that joke. <laughs> Cuz I thought it was like I, I just I was so annoyed by it. It just it was so easy for people to make the joke and now I appreciate it because it's become this big thing. I wish I I I'm so upset that I didn't get this on we're going to go a little bit over 20, but I, I, I was so upset I didn't get this on Rob's episode. Rob, when I ended the show, I always go, for whoever, I'm Riley James, if anyone cares. And I cut it off, and Rob's like, I, I care. I do. I really do care. <laughs> I really <laughs> I really wish I would have recorded I that. I care so much. <laughs> I was so pissed at myself. It was so, so upsetting. Anyways, if you can put if anyone cares in a sentence, what would it be? <laughs> Like I just said, I'm here to talk and eat pizza if anyone cares. <laughs> That's right. my line, and I'm sticking to it. Perfect. Uh, McKenzie Thurkill, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, they can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Kenzie Thurkill. T H R. No, T H I R. I'm bad at spelling. I won't hold it against you. I know your name. You have such a unique and like great last name, so it's. I know it's pretty solid. Yeah, that's that's your. How long has that been your last name? Uh, twenty nine years and <laughs> August, September, October, November, four months. No, three months and. That's one of my favorite. Um... Twenty days, give or take. <laughs> As one of my favorite jokes is, we had a, a woman named Sam Frost. Which is a killer name. It's a baller that is, name. That is a baller name. So I asked the first question I asked her. <laughs> you know, welcome to the show, Sam Frost. Sam, how long has your name been Sam Frost? And she, that was, you know, she laughed a lot, and it was just a killer joke. Because if anyone cares, comedy podcast. People forget. Did I ever tell you on any of the shows I've been on that I actually had a boss of mine when I first started off in sports tell me I should change my last name on air? should change like they told you that on air or they told yeah, you yeah like my boss so when i worked at a radio station he was like you should change your last name on air it shouldn't be mackenzie Thurkill. it should be like mackenzie smith or like something like short i'm like Why? oh no no i am not changing my last name <laughs> like i know that like it's it's a long name like it has a lot of syllables but it's still like yeah. a baller name exactly and he's like yeah you should change it i'm like no <laughs> I mean, if you if you're gonna do anything with your name, you can shorten McKenzie down to Mac. Ugh. Mac Thurkill, coming at you live <laughs> on. No, I hate that nickname <laughs> with a passion. Coming at you live on a random four letters, ninety-eight point three in Orlando. I don't know. You're that's listening a... to WJXT. <laughs> Is that who you? McKenzie Thurkill. I don't, I just pulled four letters out of like thin air. <laughs> I'm sure that's actually a radio station somewhere in this country. I just don't know where. Probably like, in like Idaho. Is that like is that the one you worked at in Jacksonville? <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, that's good. All right, this is going on way too long. <laughs> Might be. For McKenzie Third Kill, I'm Riley James. If anyone cares, I care. That was a fun 20 minutes with Mackenzie. 
and she is she comes on and crushes it all the time whether it's serious whether it's it's funny whether we have a great time or we're, we're talking about some some bad times she comes on and crushes it every single time so shout out to her her friendship has meant a lot to the show and a lot to me over the last what's it been january it's already january again for the last 10 months it's meant so much speaking of people who have meant so much over the last 10 months i know it's been an hour and 15 minutes since this podcast started but we have 20 more minutes of brilliant stuff with anna bellinghausen the first guest of 2020 the first guest of the decade our friendship has grown tremendously from not knowing each other and me sliding in the dms not for that but to have her on the show because I thought her story and everything was interesting. She was roughly the same age as me just to gain perspective of, of what it's like for her versus what it was like for me. And that blossomed into obviously what you hear on the show and, and, and me and her are constant communication. I don't think I've gone a week or at least a month without talking to Anna about some sort of, some sort of thing, whether it's funny or whether it's a more serious thing, but Anna's been great. And I, I'm super happy she made time for this. So last but not least, certainly not least, episode 50, Anna Bellinghausen on If Anyone Cares. On the line in Omaha, Nebraska is a woman that you know and you apparently love because her two shows are in the top 15 of the most listened to shows in the history of this podcast, episode 31, and then the beginning of the Podbed 19 series that lasted for several weeks, episode 34. A sports reporter, a college student, and really just an overall fantastic human being, Anna Bellinghausen. What's up, Riley? I actually was just thinking about that 2020 episode, and wow, a lot, a lot has changed. Yeah, we are in a much different America. No, we seriously are. And I remember like how optimistic I was about the year starting <laughs> off because I had all these plans, but you know, we, we're here. We're here still. Yeah, it's, I listened back to it in preparation for this and I, you and I were kind of like, that was the first time we'd ever talked. You know, we had DM'd like four days before. That was the first time really, we really had any interaction and when you first got the DM from me, because you fo- like I followed you, you followed me back, and then I followed you on Twitter, and you followed me back, and then I DM'd you. It's like, hey, really like your work or whatever, because you had just done the um, the story about the the kid with the hockey team mm-hmm. at at University of Nebraska at Omaha, and we kind of got acquainted a little bit, and then I asked you if you want to come on the show. What do you think when you first saw that DM from me? Um, well, I saw that we had some mutual followers, so I was like, oh, who's this, who's this Riley kid? And then I looked through your stuff, and I was like, oh, he seems pretty legit. And I was like, I got that message, and I'd never really been asked to be on any, like, podcast before or any show necessarily. And, you know, as you know, as a person that's always interviewing somebody, it's always nice to share your own story. So I was like, yeah, like, I'll definitely do that. I'm always down to talk to people about what I do and... I love making connections with people. So I was like, this is, seems like a good opportunity. I will ask you this because I, I definitely feel this way. The f- second show that we did later on in, I think it was March, maybe late March, early April, where we started off the Podbed 19 series, that was a much better show than the first one because you and I actually mm-hmm. knew each other at that point. 
Yeah. It, it, is that something you would agree with? Oh, 100%. The first one, <laughs> it was like literally the first time us talking, which is like how it is pretty much when you interview anybody. That's um, obviously you don't know them. But it, no, it's funny how much that, how much more comfortable we are with each other, obviously. And like just seeing our relationship grow of like, our professional life and what we do and then just like getting to know each other on a personal basis too it helps so much obviously with the chemistry and just just talking like as people so the friendship factor you and i have known each other for almost a year now uh how have you seen our friendship grow through the show yeah the show is a huge purpose i mean in your life especially and it also kind of dives into my life and um obviously being a guest on here a couple times and now today it, it definitely means a lot um with how i've seen you grow and myself grow because i mean putting together 50 nearly 50 episodes is insane for you and me just starting off my podcast it's kind of like an ode to your hard work obviously and me trying to grow myself and seeing what you're doing and you supporting me me supporting you so it's kind of just like a it's always a, it's a podcast that I just, I, I like to look at, and, you know, be really proud of that. That's my friend out there doing some great work. And it's definitely just an ode to what's, what's been done in the past and how bright the future is for you and I. So can you plug your show? And first, first off, thank you so much. That's, it's really, really nice of you to say that you model what you do after me, because that's something I've been doing for a long time for other people. It's like, Hey, this guy has this podcast and he's doing this type of thing. This guy has another podcast and they have both really, really great bits. And I want to take bits and pieces from each of those. So thank you so much that I'm one of the podcasts you look up to. And, and thank you for all the support. You and I, I've been very, very vocal about my support for you and you and me are, the friendship has really, really grown. And to see you do the things that you do is amazing. And anyone that, that knows you and follows you or, or have heard you on this show, know that they know that you're going to be uh, one, of the, one of the names for people to, <laughs> to, to watch out for. But go ahead and plug your show for, for the people listening that, you know, maybe this is their first time hearing about you on episode 50. Yeah, sure. So my show is called The Last Word. You can find it at TLW underscore sports. Um, we just interview... Sports figures pretty much across every league, um, college, professional, have some pretty good guests on there from NFL, MLB, trying to get some NBA people on there. Did have a WNBA guest, which I will be unveiling here pretty soon. But yeah, give it a follow, um, give it a shout out on Twitter, Instagram. But yeah, at TLW underscore sports, you can listen to some of your favorites on there, hopefully. And it is found on YouTube. It's found on um is it on podcast networks yet so i did just get it up on spotify okay let's go so it's on spotify so check it out um just look up the last word and um we'll plug that in this in this episode further for sure too absolutely uh yeah no anna's kind of venturing out doing these video interviews on youtube and then obviously turning that into a podcast and it's been really, really great to see And kind of my side of the friendship aspect that you and I have is really just watch again, watching each other kind of do, do our things and you covering the NBA, like within the first couple of weeks of me knowing you, you doing the Nuggets game and then hearing about the work you've done with the college world series and really doing a bunch of stuff in, you did, you were in bubbles. You've been in a bubble. I haven't been in a bubble yet. <laughs> It's awesome. Yeah, the bubbles are fun. 
The bubbles are a wild time. That's a wild concept. But you've been in multiple bubbles. Like just seeing you go out there and do things has been awesome. Yeah, definitely. And I love, you know, watching you as well and just seeing what you're doing, obviously, all with the MLS and what you've been able to just put out content, even though we've literally barely had any live sporting events happen, obviously, during the pandemic. And you doing the the um, podcast during COVID and all that, that was just super enlightening to see that, you know, you didn't give up, I didn't give up, and we kind of were just there for each other during that time. And it was really encouraging just to see that, you know, even though we lacked a lot of sports at that time, that we still kind of persevered and found something to do. And did get to do some bubbles. That was, that was fun. <laughs> You'll have to get yourself in a bubble soon. Hopefully I won't have to ever again. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as much, as much fun as that sounds to be trapped in a prison for, for 40 days. Um, <laughs> but they're sports. <laughs> but they're sports and food and stuff. But it's also a prison. By definition, it's a prison. But... Nevertheless, uh, you've been on the show twice, episode 31, episode 34, like I've mentioned. Is there anything that sticks out from you uh, that we talked about from either one of those shows that, like, it's a really fond memory and it's your, your, kind of your favorite moment with your time here? <laughs> um, actually, this is really random, but when we were talking about the minor league baseball team to have the funny <laughs> names, I don't know why, but, like, that was, like, one thing that I thought of before going on this. I was like, I kind of like, the trash pandas, like, that was that made me laugh, like, still today. <laughs> the Rocket City Trash Pandas, the New Orleans yes. Baby Cakes. Yeah, those minor league baseball is just a fun little world. No, it is. But yeah, no, that's definitely one of the funnier memories. But just getting to know each other and just the questions that you ask are just obviously great. And it helps me like not only to get to know you, but like to get to know myself better and kind of saying your purpose out loud of like what you want to do and where you want to be, I think that sticks out. And like the goals that we talk about, like being on ESPN, being on Fox Sports, I think those are like some of the best memories that I hope we can look back on in 10 years, five years, and say like, oh yeah, we were right. Like we're here now. And <laughs> I think that'll be that'll be fun to look back on these. So <laughs> that's, that's all very great. I just want to go back to one thing you said. Oh, obviously all the great questions you ask, they're not always great, Anna. <laughs> no, that, that was sarcastic. <laughs> Oh, uh, wow. no, you, you do ask good questions, but you ask questions that I literally would never think of ever. And I love it. I think it's hilarious. You wouldn't. Uh, what do you mean? Like you wouldn't. Think I don't know. Of... Like you ask random questions like like the first podcast and we just got to know each other. It was like you asked some funny ones. And I was like, <laughs> wow, I really never thought I'd be asked that. But here we are. Uh, no, I, I try to I try to incorporate that like kind of it, it, for me. It's like a pop question. It's like. Uh, element of surprise like right it, it caught me off guard at first but i'm like oh now i know riley like that's just him like that's just what you do like you'll finish a point and i'm like there's this one thing the one thing i probably shouldn't take i probably should have taken more away from the from the answer but my interview style is like i really want to know about this one quick little thing at the end of your comment and one it's it's for comedic purposes which apparently has worked and two it's like this is just how it works like this is how my mind works and again, yeah. you know, I think I've said it maybe seven times in this podcast among the four interviews. And forgive me, I'm doing these so far apart if I repeat myself. But this is a playground where I get an hour to ask any question that I want. And I think I said that on 49. I may have said it in the interviews in the show so far. But, I mean, that's essentially what it is. It's just kind of, I get to have fun for an hour. And they're very, you know, they, the guests give me a lot of time and kind of give me freedom. I haven't really had any restrictions doing these shows. So ideal, idealistically, it's kind of a free-for-all. 
And some shows have more direction than others. You and I have zero direction ever, which is great. <laughs> That's the best part, though. Yeah. I mean, you and I can just riff, and we can do really good content. And we did with 34. I really didn't have a point. Uh, I remember looking up in the middle of the show, just in the middle of the show, asking you about uh, Anna versus Anna and the yeah. difference. And we looked up the origins of Frozen. Yep, we got that was we went down, we went down some rabbit holes on that on that one. How long was that bit? That was like twenty five minutes. <laughs> yeah, literally, we were just like talking about Frozen, like why my name is pronounced Anna. <laughs> and it is Anna. It's not Anna. Yeah, it's, it's Anna. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. Where was that country? Ah, it's, it's, it was like it's, was I think it, it was like a ma- it was like a made up place. Yeah, no, but like they they based it off. I think it was like Finland. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, either that or, or, or it wasn't Sweden. It was one of those countries. You get it. Norway. No, it was Norway. They based yeah, off it was Norway. Norway. It yeah. was Norway, yeah. There you go. We rediscovered that all over again. <laughs> Rediscovering our, our love for Frozen and its origins. Well, really just to figure out why your name is your name. Yeah, I mean, that's also a good question. But... Have you ever asked your parents why you have the name Anna or Anna? See, that, that's my mistake. Anna. <laughs> um, I think it was because it was my grandma's middle name. There's actually a funny story about that. So my grandma, um, I believe her at first on the certificate when they gave it to the doctor, they were going to name her Barbara Anna and like have it have two ends. And then her mother or grandmother changed it to one end. And like, they didn't know, like they had no idea until they got the birth certificate back from the doctor and it said one N on it, and they're like, what the heck, we didn't do this. And it was the grandmother. She just didn't tell anybody. So it was like my great-great-grandmother basically named me. And then my mom was like, well, we'll use that. That's kind of a funny story. And she liked the name, and we just stuck with one N because of that whole scenario. So do you think less of people with two Ns? I, yeah, I think there's like a little <laughs> – no, <I'm just> <laughs> I mean, if I had to pick, if I had to pick like like – when I see two ends, like it looks wrong to me. I'm just like, <laughs> your name's spelled wrong. Like, I'm sorry, but it's wrong. That's how I feel about people that spell their name R Y L I E or like R E L E I G H or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Like, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Just spell it the right way. R Y L E E. I've seen that one too. Yeah, that those people are the worst. Yep. I actually have friends that spell it that way. Probably not. I do too. <laughs> sorry, <Riley>. <laughs> it's R I L E Y. It's not hard. It's like Miley. You don't spell Miley a thousand ways. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they, they messed up your name a, a lot of a lot of different ways. Yeah, no, it's R I L E Y. And then I I guess because I don't spell it ever, I struggle when I spell James. Like I like I have to hesitate. Because I know how to, I obviously know how to write it, because I write it all the time. But like when I spell it, I'm like G A a a like i just don't ever have to spell it out loud which is just absurd to me <laughs> that's funny yeah um when you were a child and this is like this is not the show <laughs> i wanted to do <laughs> but this is what like one of those pop questions where it just kind of pops in my head uh when you're okay. when you're a child how long did it take to spell your name like how long did it take you to like actually be confident in spelling your last name i kind of People actually do ask me this question, and um, Bellinghausen is a hard last name to spell, and I think it was, like, literally kindergarten or first grade. Like, I remember in daycare, they would make us, like, 
spell out our names like out loud and stuff and i could never like finish my last name like i was like i i don't know but like my first name's three letter like that was always easy obviously but like i think in kindergarten it was like okay and i should probably figure out how to spell my last name and i think that like mid kindergarten first grade i was probably like okay i can i can write this well really (laughs) it's it's your letter your first name is two letters like it's three letters but you only have to know two of them exactly and that was Easy as pie. It was a pattern. A and A. Easy. A and A. Sounds like a, a. It sounds like a podcast. Like my podcast R and R. A and A. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. Um, I'll write it in my notes. Yeah, you and I. That was a, another aspect of our friendship that I really, really love. Is we were going back and forth on different show names, podcast names for your for your future show when you oh, get yeah. on Fox. And the, I still love the bell of the ball. <laughs> I think it's one or what the bell. It's just great. One that was a, I made up in the house. I think that I think that's funny too. Yeah, that but one. house is H A U S E. It just sound, it sounds like really German though, but <laughs> that's what it is. What it is. Gonna gonna alienate some some audience members with the German <laughs> spelling of things. Germany not a great country for a lot of the history of of the world. Anyways, moving on. Uh, if you could kind of put if anyone cares into a sentence, what what would you say if anyone cares is? Um, I would say if anyone cares is a mm, see I was thinking about this before the show. I would say it's a dream, it's an aspiration, it's a it's a drive. I would say like going further into that, um I think it represents like chasing your dreams and chasing what you, what you aspire to be like, whether that be in sports or in podcasting or in a, in music, anything. I think it like represents the the dream chasers out there, which I would consider me and you as, you know, the people that, um, that speak it into existence that, you know, are chasing whatever their goals are. And I think that, if anyone cares is like a really good basis of that. And it just shows that, you know, any, any kid from anywhere can have a dream and they can go after it and they can go get it because, you know, if it's hard, if it takes hard work, like we're the people that will do it. And everyone that's been on your show is, you know, the epitome of hard work and dedication, including yourself, Riley. And it just means that, you know, there's always a dream out there and there's always attainable goals and, kind of never stop reaching that's what i would say it means that is a much more articulate answer than i had when (laughs) i was asked about it on the show (laughs) because episode 49 i was asked this this, like essentially the same question was like what is the mission statement of if anyone cares which is basically what is your company in a sentence and i was kind of put on the spot and i I, he had gave me that question ahead of time to kind of help prepare but i was still put on the spot of like i don't really know what to say and I think you put it in a different perspective than everyone else because everyone looks at the show for what it is. It's just me kind of talking to different people who have different experiences. You know, I've had NFL players on this podcast. I've had um, musicians and actors and comedians and different, just uh, so many different human beings. But you look at it from the fact that this is me, this show. And I think I might have said in the last show, this is the closest thing that I have to a, to a kid, right? Like I created it. This is all me. Essentially I'm raising it. I'm, I'm helping it grow, but it's all, it's its own entity. Like it's, if anyone cares is a thing, 
outside of myself, but I still created it and I take care of it and all these different things. You look at it from that aspect. It's like you have this thing that you're trying to push and, and it's a vehicle for you to go and move on to do better things, which is just, you put it eloquently and, and, and really a lot better than I did when I, was asked, when I was asked about it in the moment. So thank you. Thank you for that. Hire me for all your PR needs. <laughs> Uh, I mean, essentially, this show is a vehicle for me to ask dumb questions to semi-famous people. That's essentially for me. That's what it is. <laughs> Simply put. <laughs> oh, Anna, this has been great. I thank you so much for your time. Where can people find you on the internet? Yes. Yeah, so my Instagram is at Anna Maribel. It's one N on that. Of course. <laughs> And then hop over to Twitter. You can find me at Annabelle Media. Recently changed tag. This is the first show with my new username. At Annabelle Media, is it? Yeah, I made fun of you the first show. Because yes, you, you did. You had just a re- Annabelle, U-H. Yep. And, you know, it was ridiculous. But it was, it was, it was too much. I mean, you were like, how old were you made oh, that? Yeah, I was like 12 or, <laughs> no, I think I was like 13. And, you know... Things change, and you got to get a new username. Once you once you deem yourself as a professional, you, you can change those usernames. Yeah, I I still wanted a, a B on TV, but you know we 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 can move on. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's still a good one. Yeah, no, no, the capitalization is tough. That's just True. it doesn't look great. Anyways, I cannot thank you enough. You were. Such a, a incredible human being. You were very, very special in the history of this podcast because you kind of opened up a, a year where this was the best year, given there's only been three of them. But this was the best year for If Anyone Cares. Our listenership went through the roof. You know, we had sponsorships. We so many different things. And you opened up the year and you opened up the decade, which I hope is a very prosperous and, and successful decade for the both of us. And you and I will be calling an NFL game. At some point oh, in the yeah. future, I cannot wait for you and I to work for Fox Sports and do. Let's let's just call it. And let's call our shot right now. Let's do. Uh, let's do Seattle and Denver. There we go. Yeah, in C- or no, in Denver. In Denver, Denver yeah. we got to go to Mile High. I know you have a very special relationship with the city of Denver. I do love Denver. So you and I, I've only been once. It's very nice. It looked great from a distance, but you and I, Denver, Colorado, Mile High Stadium. Seahawks at Broncos. There it is. At 3 p.m. Central Time. Sounds right. 305, really. Broadcast 305. television. Yeah. Broadcast television dictates 305 because, yeah. you know, you get it. Five minutes of commercials before the game because advertisers are paying a lot of money. Nevertheless, of we will we will move on away from this and into, into episode 51 in the future of this show. And Anna, I cannot... Um, tell you that how excited I am and you're you will be the future of the show you will be on again at some point for another full length interview but I wish you uh, wish you all the best and thank you thank you so much for your time yes thank you so much Riley we certainly do love Anna Bellinghausen here at if anyone cares we love all of our guests Vienna Cam, Mackenzie, Anna, every single one who's made time for this podcast, we are so thankful for them. But those four really made the show 
what it is. They provided some of the best moments, some of the funniest moments, some of the most serious and, and meaningful moments in the show's history. There's not really any words I haven't said. I don't want to sound like, I don't want to say the same things over and over. So I'll just simply say thank you to those four, to every single guest that we've had, to every single listener that's ever popped this on in their car or in their headphones or, or wherever the case may be. I am so humbled. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful. Episode 50. It's it's such a big deal. Thank you for making it this far in the show. We go on. Episode 51. Coming out on January 25th. Professional athlete. I won't give it away. It's not really much about sports. So if that's a deterrent for you, it's not. But for now, we say goodnight. We say thank you again. And for Vienna Dollar, Cam Awesome, Mackenzie Thurkill, and Anna Bellinghausen, I'm Riley James, if anyone cares. <laughs>